What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Same exact style of video that we had yesterday. We're gonna go over the opposite though. Uh, yesterday we talked about the best pick on all the major platforms. Again, ESPN, Sleeper, Yahoo, and NFL.com. Just comparing my rankings to the pre-draft rankings. So what you will see loaded in when you join into the draft and just seeing who the best values are. Today we're doing the opposite. We're seeing who the worst picks are. One thing I want to note as far as that's concerned, this does not mean that everyone we go over today is a bad pick. Now, most of the players we're going to talk about today are not players I'm leaning towards drafting. But some of them are perfectly fine picks in a vacuum, but we don't draft in a vacuum. We draft against, you know, the pre-draft rankings of that site because no matter how, you know, your league mates feel about a player, if someone is ranked like 30th, it is still very unlikely they continue to fall and fall and fall. Like eventually someone is going to look at the top ranked player on the platform and be like, well, this feels like a really good value. So when players are significantly higher ranked for the pre-draft rankings than they're supposed to be, that's when we say, okay, maybe this is someone we should be avoiding. So we're going to go through again, all the major platforms. We'll start off with ESPN. And I did finally change uh, the column here. So you guys will be able to see like when we go to sleeper, you'll see sleeper rank is on there. And there's a lot more in this one because I know there's some pretty bad picks on the different platforms. I will do the same thing as with yesterday's video. Once we go over someone in one of the, you know, one of these leagues, like we're not going to go over Singletary if he shows up on like, yeah, I don't even know if he is. I don't really remember <laughs> which players are on which ones. Uh, but yeah, we're only going to go over each player once. So we will start off with ESPN. Right at the top, Devin Singletary going 57th Overall, my ranking 105. Again, in a vacuum, Singletary can have a fine season, but you've got Zach Moss performing pretty well. You've got James Cook obviously brought in there to be a pass catching specialist. I think people are really thinking that they're going to get, you know, 2021 Singletary to close the season. That's just not going to happen. He was the featured running back when he did well last year. He's not going to be featured. He doesn't have a chance of being featured this season. I know it's a great offense, but. It's just not going to happen. So that is far too early. Uh, Raheem Mostert going 121. This one might come off the board. Um, my new rankings that I actually like just posted. Um, I'll probably go in and update this page a little bit later today. Uh, so you guys might not see his name when you look on the page again. TheFitnessFootballAdvice.com. You can view this. Um, I increased Mostert's projection after they cut Sony Michelle. It's not by a lot because I barely had Sony Michelle playing. Uh, but it did increase them a little bit. It does give me a little bit more confidence that they're going to have Edmonds and Mostert as like the pretty clear top two running backs. But going 121, even with the new change, is still going to be too early. Uh, Mike Gusecki, you guys know I don't like Gusecki. Uh, he does not have as good of a role in this offense. They're not going to use him out wide as much. He's going to be asked to block a lot. He's not very good at blocking, which means his total playing time will be capped. Like it's a very, very bad fit. There were trade rumors. I think there's a lot of merit to those trade rumors because it just doesn't make any sense to have him in this offense. Like he just doesn't fit this offense. And so I wouldn't draft him really on any platform, but definitely on uh, ESPN. He's going far too early. Galladay at 136. That's too early. Have him at 173. I was on Galladay to start the summer. Um, just really part of Giants wide receivers. They were all going too late. Uh, since we've seen, you know, Tony go way up in drafts. Wendell Robinson, my highest drafted wide receiver. I've drafted 
more Wontel Robinson than any other player, honestly, this season. They're way up in drafts, and I've just been completely off Galladay recently. Um, there are some clips circling Twitter where he's like not blocking, but people are kind of you know cherry picking clips. Especially the one that was really circulating was off of like an RPO where he literally wasn't allowed to block downfield. Like people are like making fun of him, like he wasn't even allowed to. But anyways, he's clearly not going to be the number one wide receiver in this team. I think they're going to use Wandell more than him. So now he's like number three. We'll see what, what like Sterling Shepard looks like when he's kind of returning. So I don't know. And it's not like this is going to be a juggernaut. Like I think the offense is going to be better than people think, but it's not going to be a juggernaut offense. So no to Galladay. That's far too early for him. Uh, James Robinson at 106 is too early. Listen, uh, it's a great story, him coming back. Uh, he's probably going to have a good early down roll, but the reception upside will be capped. He's coming off a major injury, 106. It's just too low. He's still on the Jaguars. Garrett Wilson at 97. Um, that's, you know, 34 spots ahead of where I think he should be going. This offense is honestly might be better with Flacco at quarterback than Zach Wilson, but it, it's just capped. Like there's only so, you know, so much this offense can really do. Elijah Moore is a very clear one. They're still going to use Corey Davis. They're going to use the running backs and receiving game. Garrett Wilson can be good in the future. I think expecting him to outproduce like a 97th overall ADP is asking a lot. Uh, Noah Fant would not draft him at all at 139. I, like, I don't care what the draft pick is. I really wouldn't be drafting him. He's rotating in and out with Will Disley. It's going to be a horrible passing offense. Uh, it's basically going to be like a three tight end committee for Seattle. Like you don't you don't want Noah Fant this season. I don't care if he's like overly athletic and really want him. You don't want him on your team. Uh, Marquise Brown at 36 is just egregious. I mean, that's that's the late third round for Marquise Brown. Absolutely not. Cam Akers at 22, late second round. Absolutely not. That's far too early. Um, I'm a Cam Akers stand. Like I really do think he can produce well this season. But even I have him like sometimes ahead of ADP at 51. Like at 22, what are you doing? Uh, Elijah Mitchell, 55. That's way too early. Have him at 84. Um, he's not going to catch a ton of passes. Uh, that's a bit of an like ambiguous situation. We're actually going to talk about that a little bit next week, kind of what to expect in week one. But you know, there's a lot of different players on the San Fran offense, and expecting Mitchell to be like featured. Is expecting a lot from him, I think. Now, um, we're going to talk to JM next week about like, exactly what he kind of thinks about this situation. But I, I'm a little bit uneasy at 55, especially in a format ESPN where the default rankings are supposed to be set to full PPR. I, there's so many running backs, so many other pass catchers for him to pay off the ADP, asking a lot again. Uh, they kind of brought on these other running backs because they don't trust him in a featured role. Uh, DK Metcalf at 45, that's also too early. That's like the fourth round. Um, bad offense ceiling is always there because he's DK Metcalf, but there are so many awesome wide receivers taking up 45 is a little bit egregious. Miles Sanders. I get the hype with Miles Sanders. I've liked Miles Sanders at times. He's going at 58. That's too early. Um, basically like the, the positive for him is that it's a great offense. He's capable in the receiving game. He's capable on the ground. He could contribute in all areas. Um, and that Kenneth Gainwell hasn't been very good so far in camp. And so there's positive as far as that's concerned. My question with Sanders is, number one, if we're drafting right now, he has not survived trades yet. I mean, there have been rumors about Madison. There have been rumors about Kareem Hunt. Like, there's still a chance that the Eagles bring in another running back. And it's definitely going to hurt his value because they like going with that rotation. So it's a good offense. He's got a lot of upside. But 
I feel like, I don't know, in season, once they don't do anything, I'll have more confidence in him. I just don't have enough confidence right now to rank him 58th overall. Uh, Debo Samuel at 11. That is the late first round. Absolutely not. You're not taking Debo Samuel in the late first round. Uh, Devonta Smith. Uh, the, the rest of these aren't terrible. So Devonta Smith, Josh Jacobs, Deontay Johnson um, aren't egregiously mispriced. They're just like a round and a half too early. And then King Henry at two. Like if you're in a full PPR league and you're taking Derrick Henry at two, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's just not a good pick. So those are the ESPN worst picks. We've got a billion on sleeper, but again, we can kind of rip through a little bit faster because many of these players already talked about. The big trends we see on sleeper for bad picks are tight end and quarterback. So this whole mid-range of Schultz, Ertz, Goddard, Knox, Hawkinson, all going like, you know, two, three rounds, over three rounds too early in drafts, that is not the range you want to be targeting the tight end position. If you missed out on the top five, don't like immediately go over there and start taking that mid-range ahead of wide receivers. Because teams that drafted, you know, those top five tight ends and now get these awesome wide receivers in the middle rounds, like they're crushing you in positional value and strategy. So all those are bad picks. But also the quarterbacks. Mahomes going in round three. Herbert going in round three. Round four for like uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Kyler Murray going at 56, 75 for Brady. Like all these quarterbacks are also going too early. So if you're playing on sleeper, that's the biggest trend that I see. People are taking, or that's the ranking, which also means people are going to still take it. Again, that influences ADP. Way, way, way too early for these tight ends and these quarterbacks. You can gain a huge edge by waiting, you know, take your running backs, take your wide receiver, crush people in those areas, maybe take the ones we talked about yesterday as far as the best picks, and you can still get some, like, quality uh, quarterbacks after this range. If you wanted to go before this range and take Josh Allen, that's fine. You guys know I prefer not doing that. So if you can just wait and grab, you know, a little bit later in the draft for your quarterback, um, I would honestly reach early and take tight end before we get to this gross middle range for tight ends but that seems like what's optimal uh for underdog or for underdog oh my goodness for for sleeper uh, but the rest of the picks um Watkins going too early I mean that one's you know I just put it up there because it's 57 spots difference but don't take Watkins uh at the end of your draft uh Isaiah Spiller at 142 um we're not even sure he's the backup at this point I mean he's also got like a little bit of a ankle injury like Spiller's not really someone in a redraft league you need to be taking late. Traylon Burks at 100s too early. He's been performing horribly. He's like the fourth best receiver in the team right now. Going to take him a while to, to really get it going. If you really like his talent, just trade for him in season. Don't draft him. Uh, and then Kenneth Walker, same deal at 88. Like you're paying a premium for someone who's currently injured. Going to start slow on a bad offense. If you want Burks, if you want Walker, trade for them. If you want Spiller, wait for the person who drafted him to drop him. He'll be on free agency. Um other than that, so again, the tight ends we talked about, quarterbacks we talked about, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, the quarterbacks were Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Henry, Henry, goodness, Justin Herbert, uh, Kyler Murray, and Tom Brady. Mitchell, we um, we definitely already talked about um, on the last one, so we have to do that again. Gibson, I'm going to update. So whoever it was on ESPN, I don't remember who it was. Um, oh, it was Moster. I'm probably going to remove Moster in the ESPN one. I'll probably remove gibson from the sleeper list because of course uh we have brian robinson recovering from the getting shot on the carjacking and so i'm gonna i think 
later today. So again, I recorded these two days earlier. So I'm on Tuesday right now. I think the team's going to let us know today kind of what his expected status is regarding Brian Robinson. I mean, I have no idea what it's going to end up being. Could it be he's going to be out the first four weeks and then return? Is it going to be more like later in the season when he returns? Uh, is he even going to return at all this season? I have absolutely no idea. So we'll see. Depending on that timeline, depends on what I do with Gibson. If it seems like he could return earlier in the year, then Gibson would probably stay here. He'd be going too early. I mean, 56 on sleeper. I mean, that honestly feels too early regardless of what happens. But we'll see. You guys probably know the timeline, so you can better judge what to do there. But I'm probably going to learn that later today. So we'll see if I have to update that one. Uh, DK Metcalf already went over. Cordero Patterson going 81. Not egregious. I would say the rest of these aren't like that bad. So Patterson, Hopkins at 76, a little bit too early. Uh, Josh Jacobs at 49 is too early. Uh, Cam Akers at 37. You know, it's not as bad as 22 on ESPN, but at 37, it, it's still too early. Like Cam Akers should not be going in the first three rounds, basically. He needs to be going uh, later than that. Uh, and then Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, and then King Henry again going far too early in the top three. Yahoo, a little bit of a smaller list. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why he's at 117. I don't know why they're so bullish on him, but that's 89 spots too early. Um, names that we have already gone over, Elijah Mitchell, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard, Deontay Johnson, Lamar Jackson, Metcalf, uh, oh, and Singletary as well. Some new names. Khalil Herbert at 138 is too early. Uh, definitely still going to be involved, and he'll be more involved than he was last season when... Uh, David Montgomery was healthy, but it still is pretty clear that Montgomery is the guy. Montgomery is easily their best pass catching back. Uh, Clear Herbert's not that good in the receiving game. So the only work you need to understand, like the only work that Herbert is going to get is early down work, maybe not even goal line. We'll kind of see what happens there. But there's, you know, potential to start the year that Herbert is only really going to be used on first and second downs sometimes maybe only getting six to seven carries and like zero to one targets a game so he's not going to be someone you're ever going to use so he's a pure handcuff and a pure handcuff behind the worst offensive line in the league at 138 feels aggressive i think you know 177 my ranking makes a little bit more sense there uh, michael carter at 98 again in a vacuum michael carter is not a bad pick he's actually probably a good pick in a vacuum especially early in the season um the problem is the way we build we want our team to peak late and Carter is going to start the season better and then slowly lose work to Brees Hall as the season goes on. So he's someone you'd want to draft and then like trade away when he starts better than people think. But regardless, 98, like I'm not spending the 98th overall pick on someone I think I need to trade after the first couple of weeks. So it's a no to him. Uh, Jamal Williams goes too early. I mean, I talked about him as one of my favorite picks like late in drafts, but at 121, that is too early. Damian Harris at 62 is too early, even accounting for the Ty Montgomery injury. Um, you just can't draft him that early. Uh, C.D. Lamb at 12. I mean, 12th overall for C.D. Lamb. Like, you know, he's like the fourth, fifth, sixth kind of best wide receiver. He should be going in like the late second. He shouldn't be going at 12th overall. Way better running backs you can pick there. And Terry McLaurin. Um, I don't think he's an awful pick, but going in the early fourth round is a little bit aggressive. Uh, it's not going to be some amazing passing attack. And we know that Jahan Dotson is like a really good talent and honestly was like the favorite option for Wentz in the preseason. So 
We'll see what happens there, but that's too early for Jared McLaurin. Final one, NFL.com. I would say it's likely there's a lot of names. You already went over in this one. Uh, so Stafford at 90. I mean, I don't know what they're doing there. Maybe a little bit of like Super Bowl hangover for the NFL ranking staff, but 90 feels very early. Uh, 135 for Jarek McKinnon. I don't know why that would make sense. Like they now, uh, Ronald Jones made the roster. So now they have four running back rotation with Clyde, Pacheco, Ronald Jones, and, McKiss- and McKinnon. McKinnon is only going to get like passing down roll, barely going to get any carries, has no upside. Even if uh, you see Clyde go down, like they're going to rotate in Ronald Jones, going to rotate in Pacheco. They're not going to really change the role of McKinnon. So no, this is absolutely not where he should be going, especially if the default setting for NFL is standard. Uh, Gainwell, I guess I alluded to before, he's not having actually that good of a camp uh, 109 for him's too early. Uh, Pacheco at 108. That's being aggressive, especially with Ronald Jones being kept. Went over Herbert. Went over Michael Carter. Uh, Russell Gage at 84. Listen, I like Gage, but they've got Mike Evans. They've got Godwin starting the season at least somewhat healthy. They've got Julio Jones. 84 for Russell Gage. That's too early. Uh, Madison, that's another one I might have to update. I've moved Madison up a lot because of those trade rumors. I really do think there's a chance he gets traded if not to start the year very early in the season, and that's obviously going to increase his value. So I think he's actually a solid pick. I don't know if I moved him up to 113, but I'll move him up to a range where 113 won't be egregious. Uh, James Cook at 110, just a little bit too early on NFL. Uh, we know that Singletary's the lead back. We know Moss is going to mix in. Like Even though it's a great offense, you know it's, it's a three running back committee, and he's not the running back that's going to be getting a ton of early down work. Patterson at 97. That's another one we're going to ask Jam about uh, early next week. 138 is where I have him. It's just at 97, you're really expecting Patterson to be, you know, closer to what he was last season. They brought in running backs. They're going to be a worse offense. They're going to have a worse quarterback who's not going to throw running backs as much. It's just too early there. Uh, Deontay Johnson, we went over, but the early fourth round is too early for him. Uh, we've gone over Dallas Goddard, 73. Uh, really just, again, hitting on the tight ends. When I talk about these tight ends, again, in a vacuum, they're all fine. I think these tight ends are talented, going to be good. But when you start taking them in the middle rounds and skipping out on just awesome wide receivers, they become much, much less good. It's not as good from a strategy perspective. So I think Dallas Goddard has a great year, but not at 73. I'm at 102. Uh, Marquise Brown, again, I mean, that's the first pick in the fourth round. Too early for him. Um David Montgomery at 27? I mean, I I don't know how you could justify him at 27. That's a little bit egregious. Uh, Drake London, 66. And then the rest of them aren't too bad. Godwin, Amoner St. Brown, DK Metcalf, and Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen just because, I mean, the early third round is far too early for him. Amoner St. Brown, I love this season. But at 52, that's too early for him as well. So those are the worst picks on each of the respective platforms, again, I want to reiterate, many of these are good players and might be good picks on you know, ESPN, but a bad pick on NFL. And that's just because of the pre-draft rankings. You might love Keenan Allen this season, but can you really justify him in the early third round, Montgomery in the early third round? Probably not. But on some sites, you can get them really late. Remember on Underdog when we were getting David Montgomery in the seventh 
round, well, that's a lot better than the early third round. So it depends on the platform. You've got to be aware of this. This page, again, on my website, thefantasyfootballadvice.com, does not replace the rankings. You need to use this in conjunction with the rankings and just understand I'm drafting an NFL. Here are the best picks. Here are the worst picks. These are the kind of players that I want to be targeting, avoiding. But you still need to use the rankings because there's so many players that are not listed on this page. And again, uh, it's very easy. You just go to the, you know, the page that, ha- that has all these things. And you just click importance. So five, remember, these were the players we went over as the best picks, at least compared to ADP on each platform. People who are going, you know, far too late shouldn't be going that late. So I'll be back um, probably the next three days for videos. I don't actually even know what the videos will be. We're going to start week one content very soon. The week one content, as you can see, is up. So the week one rankings are on the website. If you have access, check those out. They're not going to be very good yet, uh, but we'll slowly make those better and better as we approach week one. That, my friends, is the end of this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, how about hitting the like button and how about subscribing to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.